0: You're listening to Pop Culture Weekly with Kyle McMahon, presented by 92.9 Tom FM, an iHeart Radio station. Nnnn, what's up? And welcome to Pop Culture Weekly with Kyle McMahon. I, of course, am Kyle McMahon, and this is episode 46 of Pop Culture Weekly. Insane! I just every week, I'm just astounded by you know (laughs) that we keep on going and you guys keep on listening and more and more people join in last week as you know was uh was my interview with Deepak Chopra the response to that has been incredible there's tens of thousands of views on the videos you guys are just so awesome thank you I know it was a little bit different from, you know, the pop culture stuff that we normally stick to, but I thought it was really important, especially during this time. As you know, right now, the show is different in and of itself because, you know, we're not doing the what we watched this week, what came out this week, uh, all that kind of thing. It's been more interview oriented because I can't have anybody in the studio. So we're doing Zoom interviews and you get to see the videos and uh, if if you want to watch them early and then listen to it on the podcast as well. So today I have superstar, country legend, amazing person, author, TV show host, the one and only Martina McBride. I talked to her about the, she did an appearance on Songland on NBC, and she got an amazing song out of it called Girls Like Me. So I talked to her about doing Songland and Girls Like Me. I also talk about her incredible philanthropy, as well as her music career and what we can expect from her next album. So you get all that right here today on Pop Culture Weekly. So let's get to it it's the one and only Martina McBride. So, I am here with the one and only, the icon, incredible singer, philanthropist, I Martina McBride.
1: <laughs> Hi.
0: Hi. Thank you so much for speaking with me. I I have got to say you are incredible. You're catalog is absolutely brilliant and and you know your songs are such anthems so i'm so excited to talk to you especially about your new song girls like me from songland yes so first of all going back a little bit you you do these big anthems and you know they're they're just so many of them are empowering um self-empowering and just belt out at the top of your lungs has that been purposeful for you throughout your career?
1: It really hasn't. It really wasn't a, a specific choice that I made. Um, I was just drawn to these songs and and they happened to be, you know, kind of loud and <laughs> rangy. <laughs> and, um, so you know, when I started out doing this, um, I made my first record was a very traditional country record, which I grew up with. um but I also grew up singing like Pat Benatar and Linda Ronstadt and and Journey and Heart and so um, I you know it just took me a couple albums to really find my sound I guess and which is kind of a mixture of of traditional country and and the, those kind of singers so those were just the songs I was drawn to.
0: I gotta say, so uh, my mom is the one who got me into you. She is a huge fan. And so I learned whatever you say on guitar. She had bought me her greatest, your greatest hits album, and um, so I used to sing that to her all the time. And such an incredible song, as so many of your songs are. So, Thank you. of course. So you made
1: that has a cool guitar solo too.
0: Yeah, that one. I, I wasn't uh, I wasn't doing a guitar solo, but <laughs> I was I was chopping out the chords and and um, and singing it for her. So your body of work has been really timeless. And, you, you know, that that is a testament to the songs that you sing. How do you feel about that, knowing that, you know, people f- from your, you know, first hit to today, people are still playing your stuff. And just like it was released yesterday.
1: Well, that's amazing. You know, I think every, anybody who gets into a career like this hopes for 10 good years. That's like really a great career and so <clears throat> i've been able to do it a lot longer than that and it's 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 amazing i mean i think it's a testament goes back to the songwriters you know songwriters are very that's why i loved to do songland because songwriters are very near and dear to me they're a huge part of why i have the songs that i have and the career that i have so um and then the fans you know the fact that the fact that the fans have have stayed with me for so long and, and are introducing me to new fans. It's, it's amazing. You know, it's just awesome.
0: One of the incredible things about you is that you have been so huge in philanthropy, you know, you have, have started your own organization. You've given so much to other organizations. Why has that been important for you?
1: (sighs) You know, I was raised in a rural community in Kansas, um, very, very small town. I was raised on a farm, but the town I went to high school in was about 180 people. So everybody just looked out for each other. You know, it was, it was a a way it was, it was a community. And so when I got to be, you know, have some success, I wanted to do something to give back. And also I have to say that the song independence day was probably the catalyst as well for me really Mm. becoming really passionate about trying to find some way to help in domestic violence and, and child abuse and, so that awoke in me some kind of, um, I don't know, like a passion to try to help and to give something back. And that was really the first, probably the first, um, you know, I, I went on to be the spokesperson for the National Network to End Domestic Violence and a few other things. And so that was where I really got started in that. And then, you know, with Team Music is Love, we have an organization called Team Music is Love, and we just look for the need. We've done a lot of um, work for, to end hunger um, we we go out on our t- tours and sometimes we do uh, volunteer things in the cities that we play in to give back to the community so I don't know I feel like I've been really blessed and um, it's just something I feel strongly about to help other people you know to be part of a world of a global community
0: I love that and I love that that your fans have also rallied around that too. And, you know, it's so incredible to see this uh, this movement that you've started. It's really, really a- an awesome thing. And I-, I, you know, give such huge kudos to you for for doing that and making that such a pillar of your career.
1: Thank you. Appreciate it.
0: Of course, because you mentioned touring, you made a decision, which I, I, in my opinion, is a pretty bold move to, as you were raising your daughters, to take a little bit of a step back of, you know, a grueling, grueling schedule to have a little bit less of a grueling schedule to uh, raise your daughters. And that is, you know, that's a move that not a lot of people make. And can you explain that choice?
1: Well, when I had my first child, we did. We kept right on touring. She just went on the bus with us. We toured, toured internationally and here, obviously, until she got to be school age. When she got to be kindergarten, um, I just, I think, I just wanted her to have some, uh, some uh, structure, mm-hmm. you know. And I wanted her to have a similar kind of experience that I had, where she, you know, you go to school every day um so we pulled back touring then and we just started touring only on the weekends really and in the summer and so i don't know i think it was part partly for me it might have been because i was tired and i needed a break <laughs> <laughs> i looked back on it and maybe it wasn't as as selfless as it comes off but um also i just wanted her to have some structure and some stability and so uh that was the reason why i did it and i don't regret it at all and I went on to have two more daughters as mm-hmm. you know, and you know, they're all really happy, healthy, well-adjusted young women. And, and so it's not, I wouldn't have traded that time with them for anything.
0: That's awesome. And then, so to Songland, this is, I, I love that you did this. It, tell me about your experience. Why were you like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to do that. That's, you know uh, and you jumped in head first.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I'm friends with one of the producers, Dave Stewart, <clears throat> who, um, asked me to be on the show and I as I said earlier songwriters are so I'm have such a special place in my heart for songwriters and um so I just wanted I I wanted to be a part of it it's it's such a great show in that all of it like behind the scenes when you first get there everybody is so kind and and welcoming and and positive you know and as I watched the show I I noticed that it is it's a positive show like nobody's trying to tear anybody down everybody's truly mentoring these songwriters and and encouraging them and giving them good solid honest advice and it's it just something that i wanted to be a part of and i got a great great song out of it so yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs>
0: I so so the song Girls Like Me was written originally by Haley. Um mm-hmm. and and that's the song you ended up choosing. You had some really good choices there, and yeah. you gave some great feedback. And and I think all all of them took that feedback into their final version. How mm-hmm. how, as you listened to these songs, what were you thinking in regards to being martina mcbride uh potentially you know recording these
1: yeah well i they were all great songs um i just at the end of the day went with the one that felt like i could relate to it the most and you know part of the challenge with that song was Haley was 19 when she wrote it and it sounds like it sounds very young The, the lyric as it was sounded like she was going through whatever she was going through right at that moment. And I wanted to, I didn't think that'd be too believable for me. You know, my fans have been with me a long time. They know I've been married for almost 32 years. I have three kids. I'm not going through turmoil right now. So I wanted to sing it from a point of view of how can I say, we all go through this, we all have insecurities and it's going to be okay. And, you know, we're going to get through it and, and just like in a way of giving advice to, to someone and, we were able to do that. And, and so I feel like, you know, I think a lot of people see me as kind of, I wanted to come off as like a mother, a friend, a sister, that kind of thing.
0: I love it. And then what, you know, with your advice, the song just transformed into a, again, a, a, a huge kind of self-empowerment sing-along, you know, epic. Uh, And and I love I love that. Doing that now, doing Songland, you know, has that at all changed anything about the way you think of um, songwriting or going into your next record?
1: I don't think it's changed the way I think of songwriting. I mean, I've always known songwriting is a very mysterious thing. It's 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 elusive. You know, it can be um i started out my career not really writing songs i was just happy to be an interpreter of these amazing songs but i did start writing and when you're in a room with other writers or you're trying to come up with an idea on your own it is it's it's um it's a lot of fun when it comes together but it can be pretty tedious so i have a super huge respect for songwriters that do this every day and and make a living doing it or try to make a living doing it. And, And that's their dream is to hear their song on the radio or have a song that affects somebody and makes somebody feel something. So, I mean, I've always had a great respect for songwriters. And I think Songland, if anything, it just, you know, um, made that even bigger,
0: mm-hmm, like reinforced it for you. You, it's been a few years since you've had a, a record of, you, you did the Christmas record prior to that. Uh, it was a couple of years before that, that you had, um, a, a non Christmas record. When can we expect the next one? What What are you thinking?
1: I'm really taking my time. Obviously it's been four years with this <laughs> the new album. I, I really feel like, um, what I want to do with this new record is tell my story. I feel like I've told a lot of other people's stories, you know, saying, saying stories for people. Like I want to tell your story. I want you to be able to relate to whatever I'm singing about. And I want it to help you in your life. I feel like it's time for me to, to tell my story. And I think that's going to take a little bit of digging and a little bit of time, but when it comes out, hopefully it'll be an intimate kind of glimpse into, you know, my life at, at this stage in my life yeah
0: i love that that's exciting to look forward to and touring once once you know we return to some semblance of normalcy are you going to be hitting the road
1: oh yeah i'll know ne- I, I mean i won't say never stop touring but i love touring i love um making that connection with with people and being on stage and so i'm so ready <laughs> to get back out on the road and sing
0: awesome. Martina McBride, thank you so, so much for speaking with me and, you know, for all that you've done throughout your career, for so many people, for shining a light on so many important issues, giving so much of your time and money and influence to, you know, people that need it and, uh, and just being awesome.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. you.
0: Great to talk with you. Thank you.
1: All right. Take care. You too.
0: You too. Bye-bye. Martina freaking McBride! What a class act! What a superstar! Huge heart, huge personality, huge voice. She's just so incredible, and I am honored to have been able to talk with her. I know you guys are going to enjoy this one. Let me know what you think. Hit me up on social at Pop Culture Podcast, EA, on Twitter and of course Instagram, Pop Culture, or uh, I'm sorry, Facebook, Pop Culture Weekly. And you know, you can find me on all the socials. Just search Kyle McMahon, normally at K Music, on Twitter and Instagram, at Real Kyle McMahon on Facebook. I will see you all next week. Got some more exciting interviews lined up just for you. You're listening to Pop Culture Weekly with Kyle McMahon, presented by 929 Tom FM, an iHeart Radio Station. Martina freaking McBride. I interviewed Martina McBride. She is an icon, a legend, a superstar, and I love her.
1: With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are
0: gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
1: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time.
0: No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry.